Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. My goodness, we have enough money to make hundreds of millions of dollars of our taxpayer funds available to the private sector in Ukraine. We are now literally funding their businesses, their banks, Lord knows what. We've got money without end. We've got enough money to pay for bureaucrat salaries. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian government officials' pinches. We've got enough money for so-called humanitarian aid that gets funneled away from, siphoned off into any manner of corrupt uses. We won't know because we don't have a special inspector general to oversee this money, but that's a different story. Oh, no, we've got plenty of money. And I have listened carefully, carefully, to colleague after colleague of mine come to this floor and stand where I am now and say, it's so important that we spend this money on these overseas wars. We must spend the money. If we don't spend this money now, why, it may cost us more money in the future. No, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative that we spend this money. Meanwhile, these same people turn to the citizens of Missouri and say, you're not worth a dime. They say, you can't have a penny. They turn to the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee and Alaska and New Mexico and Arizona and Utah and Texas and they say, we don't care that you were poisoned. We don't have a dime for you. We have unlimited money for Ukraine. We're going to rebuild the borders of Ukraine. That's in this bill, but we don't have anything for you. And that was a righteously indignant Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri earlier today. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Hello. Welcome to the program. Hope you're doing well. Uh, While the sun was rising and all of us were resting, uh, nestled in our beds, our heads uh, resting upon our wonderful, fluffy my pillows. Uh, the U.S. Senate was screwing us, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's a pretty horrible thing that's happened. Twenty-two Republican senators joined Democrats to pass this outrageous, and I do mean outrageous, spending bill. Ninety-five billion dollars that's going to Ukraine, to Israel, and Taiwan. Nothing for the American border states. There's not a single penny in this piece of uh, legislation that will provide funding to secure our border. So understand this. The enemy has invaded Israel. The enemy has invaded Ukraine. And we are sending money over there to help those nations. We're helping Israel. We're helping Ukraine secure their borders to repel the invaders. By the way, we're sending money to Taiwan. But not a single penny to secure our southern border. 
And ladies and gentlemen, the enemy has already breached the borders by the millions. They are now occupying our country, and yet the Republicans in the U.S. Senate, and I'm going to name and shame here in a moment, we've got all of their names up on our website, ToddSterns.com. And I want to encourage you uh, to go, and uh, you can see our live show blog. It is up, and uh, it is uh, there, and we list every single Republican senator who supported this nonsense. And here's what I want you to I want you to call these Republicans and give them a good piece of your mind today. Because this is just unacceptable what they have done. Absolutely unacceptable. Now, um, we're taking your calls today, and the question is, should we be funding anybody? Should we be giving money to Israel if we are not going to secure our borders for first. And by the way, there are a lot of conservatives out there who say that's exactly what we should do. That we should we should give money to Israel even if it even if it hurts the United States of America. I disagree with that. I believe we have to take care of America first and then we help our allies. And it's a very simple reasoning here and uh, this is not some sort of a deep philosophical thing. I can already hear some of the uh, some of the alt-right, Starnes is an anti-Semite. No, 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 no. That's not it at all. But if the United States of America is overrun, and let's just say that all of these illegals coming across are going to be able to get the right to vote, or they're going to vote illegally, if that happens, there won't be any aid to Israel because we won't be controlling anything in the government. The communists will be in charge. So we have to secure our borders first. We've got to make sure that that our way of life is protected so then we can help our allies. That's the way I think it ought to I, I mean, it's, it's a pretty straightforward, simple approach. Is Israel going to come over here and help us in our time of need? Because right now we need all the help we can get on that border. I've got no problem doing whatever needs to be done to help our friend and ally, Israel, our greatest, most important ally. I've got no problem with that. But right now, we can't afford it. Right now, we've got to take care of our own border first. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Here's Mitt Romney, cut one. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. So this is, according to Mitt Romney, the most important vote they will ever take in the history of the U.S. Senate. Giving money to a corrupt dictator who controls Ukraine. That's what Mitt Romney, Willard Mitt Romney, just just said. It's unbelievable. But this is where we are right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we are. We now live in a time, we now live in a nation where we have lawmakers that we have elected, and they believe it's important to put the needs of the Ukrainians ahead of the needs of the American people. Here's Senator J.D. Vance, cut 11. The debate and why. I, you know, I don't know why. I think maybe the reason why we are pushing this so quickly is because a few of my colleagues are desperate. They are desperate 
to get to Munich next weekend and tell the leaders of the world that yes, they did not secure their own southern border, but they did the most important thing. They got the $61 billion to Ukraine. It's shameful. It is shameful to conduct foreign policy through blank check writing to never ending war, and it is extra shameful to do it while ignoring the problems of your own country. Well, there you go. And he's he's absolutely right, because we have some major problems in this country. We have veterans who are homeless. We have veterans who are not getting the health care and the medical benefits they need because they've been pushed aside to house the illegals. We did a story a couple of months ago about elderly veterans who were shoved out of their their assisted living home because it was being turned into a shelter for illegals. How many times have we heard stories about the VA medical centers, which, by the way, are supposed to be exclusively for the treatment of veterans now being used as medical centers for illegal aliens? Here's Senator Roger Marshall from the great state of Kansas. He's going to be with us a little bit later on today. Cut 12. As I take a look at these last four months up here, I realize that the White House's negotiating on securing the border was actually a charade. They were never serious about it. And of course, it never made sense to the folks back home. Why would we have to beg the President of the United States to secure our own border? Why would we have to negotiate over that? Why would we have to give them Ukraine funding in return for a secure border? It makes sense to nobody. No, it makes absolutely no sense. Now, the House of Representatives is going to take this up today. They've got two big projects. Number one, they've got to decide what to do about this funding bill. And the speaker told us that it was dead on arrival, which is good. Uh, The other part of that is the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. That vote is scheduled for later this evening. So we're going to be keeping a very close eye on that. Should happen right around the time uh, I'm hosting my Newsmax show, which uh, got moved. We're now at 5 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. So you can watch us later tonight. But again, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think we ought to do here? Should the United States be funding Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan while ignoring our own border? 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866 866- 
649-0304 and start investing today. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. Hope you're hope you're doing well. By the way, um, we've got to give a shout out to our great friends over at My Pillow. You know, I mentioned uh, Michael and I'll give a little plug there. Uh, promo code Starns. By the way, uh, Mike and uh, his uh, great team over at My Pillow. They just want to thank all you guys for continuing to support them. Mike is is getting deplatformed all over the place. It's absolutely insane. So we're doing our part, and uh, Mike is just cutting through all the middlemen, and he's going directly to the consumers, which is why he is has been one of our longtime supporters on this program. And the radical left, the communist, want to shut him down. And why? Because he is a he's an American business owner who speaks the truth. I mean, it really is that simple. So um, there are all sorts of great, great specials going on right now. MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. You know, Mike put up to put together a really nice website just for our audience. And you're going to be able to find all sorts of incredible things, including the brand new flannel sheets. They have just arrived, will not last long. Uh, you'll be able to get that also 50% off MyPillow 2.0. So go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to activate those discounts. You can also call them at 1-800-839-8506. All right, uh, let's go to, um, well, we'll go to the phones. in. Let's go to Jim in Oregon. Uh, Jim, what's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Todd. Good to speak with you. Jim, what's on your mind? Well, I, I have a scripture that Paul told Timothy to be sound. And the word sound, I'm told, is meant to bring forth health to yourself first and then to those around you. So individually, it's I bring forth health to me and then I can help other people. For our country, if we don't bring forth health to ourselves, then we can't help any other country. Jim, it's it's a good word, and and I know there are going to be a lot of very passionate people out there who are supporters of Israel, and I'm one of them. But the reality is, we've got to take care of our own backyard before we can help anybody else. Amen. Take care of ourselves first. That, that's it. That, that's it. I mean, let me ask you a question. You've got, let's say, you've got um, there's a fire, and your neighbor's house is on fire, and your house is on fire. Well. Would would you not take care of your own family first to make sure they're safe and then go help the neighbor? Uh, yes, sir. I just read about the Titanic. There was a Baptist preacher from, I think, Scotland, and he he was uh, his wife had passed away, but he had a daughter and a, I think a, a niece, and he put them in the boat and he put them in a lifeboat and stayed on the ship and talk to people that were afraid about the gospel that they might be able to go to heaven before they die. Okay, Jim, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Again, let's uh, folks, the the issue at hand here is what we're going to do. You've got you've got the US Senate wanting to send 95 billion dollars of your money to other countries. Here's a thought. 0 dollars for Ukraine, 0 dollars for Israel. 
zero dollars for Taiwan, and let's spend that $95 billion right here in the good old U.S. of A. Let's go to Angie in Georgia, listening to us on WTUN. Hi, Angie. What's on your mind? Hi, Todd. How are you, honey? I hope you're having a blessed day. Look, I totally agree with you on this Israel thing. And if anybody believes in God, the Bible says that Israel will not be destroyed. And whether we send money to all these other countries or anything else, we're not helping the American people. We don't know how to stop all this industrial stuff going on in the state of Georgia. I'm not doing this a political thing. I'm not a radical. But Brian Kemp is turning this whole state into an industry. He's got money hoarded. He's got COVID-19 that needed to be dispersed out. Our whole Gainesville area is the poultry capital of the world, and we have got so many illegal immigrants that if you ride down 15 minutes from my house, there is the biggest flea market in the state of Georgia, and it has turned all into illegal immigrants. And they can't find illegal immigrants in the state of Georgia. Wait, and then you, whoa, Angie. So you're te- whoa, whoa, hold on. You're telling me that there are illegals out the wazoo there in in Georgia. You, and when you come to Gainesville, the next time you come to Gainesville. You come down Highway 129 like you're going to Athens, and there is a flea market out there that is probably hundreds of acres of flea market, and that you can't even you can't even go to the grocery store because Saturday and Sunday it is all full of Hispanics, and you can't tell me that they cannot find any of these illegal Hispanics. You can't tell me that we have MS-13 gangs right here in Jackson County, Georgia, that nobody will do anything about. That's. We have illegal. We have illegal Mexican gangs. We have everything. We we live on a small farm, one way in and one way out. We've got everything locked up, and we 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 won't even leave our property because this is getting so ridiculous. Angie, I have and to imagine there was a time. Angie, I have to remember there was a time when folks in your part of the country could leave their doors unlocked at night. Well, we can't anymore. I, my my property is on a back road. I have been broken into so many times. I live on a little road in Gainesville, or not Gainesville, but just over the Hall County line, and it's a little bitty back road, and they have bought mainly all the farms up in, in this area, the illegal immigrants. I mean, $350,000 homes they have bought in our area, and they're not legals. They're not legals. We talk to them. They're not legals. They send all their money to Mexico. They buy these houses. They've got animals. They've got trade. They send the money to Mexico. Then they get all this money up. And when they get all this money up, they send it all back to Mexico, sell their property, and then they build five or six houses in Mexico. Angie, I'm curious. Are, are you guys uh, you know, alerting law enforcement? Are you alerting your elected we leaders? Have called, we have – law enforcement is, is – I don't want to say it's a joke because it's not. We have more illegal immigrants in our area than we do police officers. We can't even get the National Guard down here. And I know that you go to the smokehouse a lot over in Oakwood, but if you'll drive down 129, I've asked Brian Kemp's office to come investigate this flea market, and they won't even do it. They, well, they said that's not their territory. We're going to reach out. Security. Angie, we're, we're, we're up against a break here, so I have to let you go, but we are going to reach out to the governor's office to find out what's going on. Also, I know they have a great crack news team there at WDUN, and maybe their journalists can get on this story and and see what's going on, and and maybe we can get some answers here. Angie, appreciate you calling in, and uh, thank you for listening. Folks, especially our Georgia listeners, is that true that you, you guys have been overwhelmed by the illegals? 
And I'm curious to know if this is happening in other states uh, in our listening audience. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for your continued support. And to thank you, they have an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code STARNS and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived. Won't last long, folks. Get a six-pack towel set for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels. They absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best offers ever, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS or call 800-839-8506 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. By the way, hello to all of our great uh, Rumble people out there. Do we have? We need to get a nickname. Are they the Rumblers? What do we call the Rumble audience? Uh, you guys are fired up today, and welcome to all of you. And uh, by the way, um, I, if you want to leave us um, a message in the live chat, that's actually me. Uh, I actually uh, chat with you folks during the commercial breaks and during the show. And uh, so head over to Rumble. And look for Todd Starnes, and you'll see the uh, the live show blog is up and running over there at uh, rumble.com. We have a lot of people watching us today. All right, let's get to the phone lines here. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Let's uh, go to Judy in Georgia, WDUN. Hi, Judy. What's on your mind? Hi, Mr. Starnes. I uh, just want to say thank you for taking my call. I actually am calling to the, the lady in Jefferson, Georgia. She's absolutely 100% spot on. Uh, the uh, the big flea market is ramped full of just nothing but uh, all illegals. I actually work in the healthcare industry as well, and that's all we're seeing out here in North Georgia. Um, you know, I worry about the sicknesses not being vetted, diseases coming through not being vetted. Um, you know, but I, you can't even go into Dawsonville, Dahlonega, Walmart without, I mean, just busfuls and busfuls of more than likely illegals. I know quite a few of them are. Uh, is yes, that right? Real, real yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Yes, so, sir. So, Judy, my parents um, lived in Ellijay, Georgia, over in Gilmer County yeah. uh, for many, many yeah. years. And uh, yeah. I remember even back in the in the 1990s, when you would have, I think in the Dalton area, which is the big carpet capital of the world, you would have just thousands of, of illegals. They would come in, work at the carpet mills, and then just literally abandon. And some parts of that area look like, you know, little third world um, refugee camps. Oh, yes. That's how Gainesville looks now. Honestly, that is exactly. And building a lot of this low income housing now, even out in good old Dahlonega, Georgia, I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's it's just unbelievable, unrecognizable from five years ago. Just unrecognizable. 
unrecognizable. Wow, Judy. Well, I I appreciate that, and that's just so sad to that is so sad to hear. Uh, but again, it's a reminder that every single city, every single town, every inch of this nation is now a border area, whether you live on the borders in the border states or not. Judy, thank you for that call. Let's go to Nevada. Stuart is listening to us on the Nevada Talk Network. Wyatt Cox, our great American patriot, runs that network. Hi, Stuart. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a uh, Marine Corps veteran, combat veteran. And uh, on Sundays, my day off, I like to go up to Love's and get something to eat uh, up there. And it seems like almost every Sunday, if not every other Sunday, uh, if you hit it just right, there is busloads. Sometimes three, sometimes just one, but just busloads of illegal aliens going through Ely, Nevada, up Highway 93. I'm not sure where they're going, but it's happening a lot. And, uh, you know, just a little concerning. Um, I've taken videos of it and stuff like that before, but, uh, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know that they're sneaking them through the Nevada desert to go wherever the heck they're going. Well, the concern I would have, at least in Nevada and also in Georgia, is that the administration, the Democrats, are are relocating these people to areas that are typically red counties or, or red cities because they want to skew those census numbers, Stuart. And I'm wondering if that's – so you're saying in Ely, Nevada, you're actually seeing these illegals being being pushed through on buses. Yes. Yes, and, and I'm from White Pine County, and we are a very red county. Um, and it, it, it's, it's concerning, where you know, where they're going and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I'm a veteran, and right now, you know, to be honest with you, I'm living in a motel. I'm basically, you know, struggling, trying to survive. And, you know, you guys talking about, you know, kicking the veterans out of their homes and everything like that. You know, it's just really, really getting to the point where, you know, you feel like, nobody's doing anything about it, you know? No, Stuart, because they're not. I mean, they're sending $95 billion to other countries. And look, if we have 90, if everybody is taken care of in this country, if all of our veterans have a place to sleep at night and they have jobs and they have health care, then fine. Okay, let's help. Let's help our, our friends out. But this is insane that we would not only not do that, but we would leave our own borders unsecured. And and that, that concerns me. Stuart, God bless you. Thank you for serving our great nation. Thank you for listening. And I want you to know you're not alone. Uh, you've got great friends across the Nevada Talk Network and uh, right here on this program. Let's go to Scott and May. Scott, I my call screener, Lydia, wrote me a note about what you want to talk about. Uh, Scott, listening to us on WLOB, I, I am stunned by what you're about to tell us. Well, I'm not surprised anymore. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, are you getting any feedback on this? Because I still have the radio on. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. So you're telling me okay. that you told my call screener that there are Chinese nationals in Maine? Oh, absolutely. And this is this is a shocker. And it just came up. I heard about this maybe about a month and a half ago. And, and finally, the local radio, or I should say the local news actually reported it. Of course, they didn't give you all the facts, but I'll give you some more of the facts of what I have heard from other. 
Oh, we lost our guy in Maine, uh, Scott. But I we're going to check in with our buddy Ray Richardson over at WLOB uh, to find out if he's been hearing similar things. Uh, but Scott was telling us that, that they're seeing lots of Chinese nationals that are showing up in Maine. Now, there was a report a couple of weeks ago, when we talked about this on the program, that there were more Chinese nationals coming across that southern border than many of the other countries. So there's been an uptick. And you have to wonder, okay, what's that all about? And why are the Chinese being allowed to infiltrate our country? Especially over the reports, and it was uh, we've got a report up at ToddSterns.com, that China could be infiltrating the country to wage uh, chaos on our cyber system. So cyber attacks, big, big concern. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Do you think that, um, do you think they're going to impeach my orcas tonight? You, do you think that? I think you had a better a better chance of of figuring out who was going to win the Super Bowl than this one. I don't know. They got poor Steve Scalise. The guy ought to be like in a bed resting and recuperating. He has cancer surgery for crying out loud. They had to drag him all the way back to Washington so that that they could at least have that one vote. I'm not too sure they're going to get the vote. I really don't. I I hope they do. But my orcas, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we've got Scott back. All right, Scott. I think the Chinese are up to no good, my friend. That's why they cut you off. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Okay, I'm going to do this fast so that in case we get cut off. So they're estimating that they have been generating a revenue of over $4 billion in illegal marijuana processing in the state of Maine alone. And this money, the majority of which they're estimating is going back to communist China and... They did it again. I don't know what the problem there is, Scott. My apologies. But, again, uh, that's that's not right. That is simply not right. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. I want to play some audio. President Trump was talking about this yesterday. And it's he is so he is so spot-on accurate. And Again, when you hear, we're going to play this, and then I'm going to explain how the mainstream media and how the conservative media interpreted what Trump was saying. Nikki may have started her career in South Carolina, but she's now 100% the candidate of Wall Street and the war machine. She wants to go to war with everybody. She wants to kill people, kill people. Uh, countries that don't want us there. Countries that don't want us there. We're all over the place. We took a lot of it out. They don't want us. They cost us billions and billions and trillions of dollars. And I just put a a truth out. Is everybody, I hope, on truth? It's the greatest. David, you're on truth. I just put it out. They want to give like almost $100 billion to a few countries. $100 billion. And I said, and I'm, I'm telling you this, this is breaking news. We have breaking news. I said, why do we do this? If you do, you give them not $100 billion. You give it to them as a loan. It's called a loan. Give them the money. And if they can pay it back, they pay it back. If they can't pay it back, they don't have to pay it back because, you know, they've got some problems. But if they go to another nation, they drop us like a dog, like 
a female drops a male after a date because he doesn't like her, right? It's true. If that happens to our country, then very simply, we call the loan and we say we want our money because we give money and then they go to another side. As an example, let's say we give all this money. We were already into Ukraine for over $200 billion. And they could make a deal with Russia in the next three weeks. And all of a sudden, they don't want to deal with us anymore. We've given hundreds of billions of dollars. And why are we at over $200 billion? And the European nations are, if you add them up, it's a very similar-sized economy. They're at $25 billion. So we're at 200 plus, And it affects them much more. We have a thing called an ocean between us, right? It affects them much more. But we're at 200. They're at 250. I did the same thing with NATO. I got them to pay up. NATO was busted until I came along. I said, everybody's going to pay. They said, well, if we don't pay, are you still going to protect us? I said, absolutely not. They couldn't believe the answer. And everybody, you never saw more money pour in to Secretary General Stoltenberg. Well, I don't know if he is anymore, but he was my biggest fan. He said, all these presidents came in, they'd make a speech, they'd leave, and that was it. And they all owed money, and they wouldn't pay it. He's absolutely right. Now, the argument here, if coming from the conservatives, and this is the Nikki Haley wing of the party, is they're saying that Trump is threatening to turn on our allies. He is threatening to stand against our allies. And that's not it at all. What Trump is saying is that that if you're an ally, that means you have to work with us, right? You can't just have your hand out all the time. And if the United States is going to be the, the, the nation in the world that protects all the European states, that protects NATO, then they're going to have to pay their fair share. That's, that's, that's all Trump is saying here. And if you don't want to do it, fine. Then you're on your own. It's really that simple. And you know what happened? Trump did this once. And if you remember back during the early years of his presidency, we were footing most of the bill for NATO and the other countries were not paying their share. And Trump said, hey, look, here's what's going to happen. You're either going to pay up or we're out of here. And guess what happened? They paid up. It really is that simple. So I say, good for you, Mr. President. This is the right approach. It's time for our allies to start doing their part as well. We don't mind pulling people's fat out of the fire. We did it during uh, WW1 and WW2. And uh, otherwise, everybody would be uh, speaking German over there. But thanks to the United States, they're not. And how do they thank us? By asking us for more money. All right, uh, we got to take a quick break. Lines are open, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, want to say hello to Marilyn and Hot Pursuit. That's a great name. Uh, those are the taglines over on rumble.com. Our live show up and running. We've got a lot of people hanging out with us today. So uh, drop me a line over in the live chat, and you can actually watch the show. You can also listen on the radio. Uh, let's get right back to the phones, though. Uh, let's talk to Robert in North Carolina, WSIC. Robert, I understand you have a theory about what's going on here. Yeah, we sure do. We uh, uh several of the vets, my friends here, I'm a... Uh, a veteran of Korea and uh, Vietnam, and we meet several times a month and just shoot the breeze. And we're pretty unanimous in our thinking that this uh, we're 
we're sold on sleeper cells. We have weighed everything else that they would possibly be running in here so fast all about, and we sort of ruled out that they could be uh, uh, get on the uh, voting rolls because it'd be a little quick for that, and I don't think there's time for them to get a law passed for that. But we can't figure what else it would be for, uh, especially with the ages of the individuals that are coming in here. And we're talking about so, uh, young we're men. Well, Robert, we're talking about young men of military age, no families. Correct. Correct. What else would they be uh, coming here for? What do you think they're going to try to do, Robert? What What do you fear these guys could do? I think that their plan is that they're going. They have already got a pre-designated time uh, when they're just going to get different facilities and anybody that stands in their way. And uh, we're so dependent on computers now that our uh, our computer stations and and things of that nature will be taken out immediately, and we're sort of we're sort of in the dark. And uh, the only defense we'll have will be. The individuals are shooting from their front window and their door because uh, everything else will go dead on us. Well, that's, that's what our feeling is. That's, that's what we feel in the makings. All right. Well, Robert, uh, I, look, I appreciate you calling in. You keep us updated and, um, and tell your guys uh, that we appreciate their analysis. I, I share your concerns on that. And, again, when you look at, at how the attack on Israel happened and unfolded, Robert, it did not happen in the. It did not happen in the big cities. It happened in the small towns. Right, right, right. All right. Well, I'd love for you to come back down to Moorhead, and uh, we can have some hush puppies over at the sanitary and talk about it. You know what, Robert? We're making our way down there, so I can promise you our book tour is coming to Moorhead City, uh, and we love our friends at the Talk Station out there. Robert, God bless, and thank you for that. Uh, let's go. Well, by the way, it just got a text message from Ray Richardson, a WLOP, the big lobster. He says, Todd, it's true. There have been a number of illegal Chinese marijuana grow farms in Maine. And, uh, we're going to try to get some more Intel on that. Wow. That's shocking. Uh, let's go to, uh, Scott in North Carolina. This is Scott in Maine, but another Scott, we've had two Scott's all right, Scott, you got about 45 seconds. What's going on? Hey, is this the way, Scott? Okay, let's put Scott on hold. Yeah, we got to get folks if you're calling in, don't get on your speaker phones. Make sure that uh make sure that you are on a landline or you're talking right into your cell phone there. So hang tight, uh, folks. We've got a number of people that are on the line. Don't go anywhere. We'll get to your calls. Uh we're getting ready to take a quick break. Uh there's a funny story about Liberty University. And I've got to get your, I'm going to have to get your take on this. We're going to talk about this coming up. Also, uh, Joe Biden, very concerned about his falling poll numbers with blacks. So he decided to go buy takeout for a black family and uh, he, he got him fried chicken. Uh, we're going to, I have a few thoughts on that. We're going to play some of that audio. And uh, we're also going to bring back a Hillary Clinton great uh, remember the hot sauce? She left. <laughs> she had hot sauce in her purse. All right. Uh, hang tight. We're going to have a lot of fun in the next hour. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Starn Show.
from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American So just a few moments ago, we were talking about the uh, the Chinese nationals that had apparently infiltrated the beautiful state of Maine, and uh, our good buddy Bill Malugian over at Fox News uh, just posting this item on X. Uh, he's got sources within the Border Patrol, and uh, he says Border Patrol San Diego sector apprehended 269 Chinese nationals who crossed illegally just yesterday. They're saying more than 20,000 Chinese nationals have now been encountered by Border Patrol so far this year, and it's only February. If you want some perspective, and Malugin has this number, there were only 450 Chinese nationals encountered in all of 2021. So... That's what's going on here. And there are grave concerns about the numbers of Chinese. And you just heard the gentleman who is a uh, who's a military veteran. He gets together with his other military pals uh, around. Uh, they, I guess they probably have lunch together or breakfast. And they've been talking about this. This is a concern for everybody. And a lot of people around the country are now talking about what we've been discussing for quite some time on this show is that what's really going on here? Why are so many of these military-aged young men coming across the borders? They have no families. They're very well-dressed. All of them have cell phones. They've got the latest electronic gear. So what are they doing here? And why are they being relocated to small towns and communities across the nation? I'm just saying all of us should be on alert. All of us, no matter no matter where we might be. Um, it's a big, big deal. I want to go to Mike uh, in Maine, who's been holding on for a while, listening to us on WLOB in Maine, Portland, Maine. Mike, good to have you with us. What's on your mind? Well, uh, I've been listening to your callers. Um, listen, uh, the veteran you just had on is absolutely correct about what to fear with the Chinese. Uh, in 1968 in Vietnam, the Tet Offensive took place, and this is how they pulled it off. They came down as villagers, infiltrated the South. They planted weapons for months. And then in January of 68, the Tet Offensive broke out. They started attacking us in every city in South Vietnam. I was there, and it got pretty hairy. But this, uh, this is the way they infiltrate. This is something to fear. I'll tell you, they're not kidding about this thing up in northern Maine. I'm here. I'm on the mid-coast, but... This is a real situation up there on the northern border in Maine. Look, these places that the Chinese were renting were three or four hundred thousand dollar homes, thirty, forty of them, and they had twenty four hour a day grow operations in these things. Uh, what Scotty was trying to tell you earlier, the earlier call that kept breaking up, they'd made billions and billions that they'd sent to the red Chinese already. So we got a serious situation on the northern border as well as we do on the southern border. And Mike, you just said something that that caught my attention because you were talking about the uh, about the cost of the house. Uh, we had the lady calling from Georgia, and she was saying that the illegals there are are buying up these three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar homes in, in that area. So 
I find that very I, I just find it's it's ironic and I don't think it's coincidental. It it seems like it's all connected somehow. Yeah, it's with drug money from the cartels. That's where it's coming from. Don't kid yourself. They're gonna set them up all across the country. They already have. And these gangs that they were speaking about, the MS thirteen and so on, they're all connected straight to the cartels. This is what he gave us with his open border policy. Well, thank this goes, you. You, and this goes thank back you very to, much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mike, this goes back to, to Barack Obama. I mean, this is part of the, the plan to destabilize America. That's what's unfolding. And it's, it's amazing to me that nobody sees what's going on here. Well, you remember the old saying, the fundamental transformation of America out of his own mouth. And this is what you're looking at right now in my book. I'm I'm afraid you're right, and that was something that Barack Hussein Obama uh, promised on the campaign trail. He promised the fundamental transformation. That were the words right out of his mouth. Mike, uh, appreciate the the intel there, and ladies and gentlemen, it's look the the one thing that's very different about us and Israel is that most of the population especially in smaller towns and communities, we are armed to the teeth. So if somebody tries something, you know, and, and again, we're, we're dealing with, well, we don't know what we're dealing with. We don't know if these are specially trained forces that are crossing the border. We don't know what sort of military training or background these individuals might have. But I don't think it really matters because I believe that the, the American people, let's just say you've got a small town somewhere, and I'm just going to say, uh, we'll say Bartlesville, Oklahoma. We have a great affiliate there. Good people in Bartlesville. I guarantee you, if the you know if there was some sort of an attack, a staged attack, I would guarantee you the good people of Bartlesville would be able to repel that attack. And I think that I think that could be said of just about every small town and community in America. The larger cities, I don't know. I don't know. I think that could cause a lot of mayhem there. But in the small towns and communities, most people are prepared. And the the issue is you wouldn't ever really think that those small towns would be the targets. But if you're looking at striking fear into the hearts and minds, that's what you would do. So all I'm saying is we just have to be alert. Go live your life. Don't live in fear. Let not your heart be troubled. That's what the Bible says. But be prepared. We talk a lot about that on this radio program. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. Can we talk about this uh, Joe Biden fried chicken video for just a moment? So Biden's having a big problem. I mean, a major problem. He's lost almost 20% of his support among black voters. Hispanic voters, it's it's terrible. And by the way, he'll be having tacos with... (laughs) He'll be having tacos with with a Hispanic family very soon. Let's go down to the authentic Mexican restaurant, Taco Bell. Gorditas for everybody. So anyway, um, Biden is North Carolina, and he goes to he goes to Cookout, which by the way is a great restaurant. I love Cookout. Um, we have one here in Memphis. It's not in a safe area, so I can't go there. Um, but it's, it's a great place. If I'm outside of Memphis and there's a cookout, that's where I'm having lunch. 
and it's I think it's Christian owned. I they play Christian music and I it's a great atmosphere. It's kind of like a, a Chick fil A but with burgers, and the hot dogs are great and they make a great slaw dog. And I'm just going to tell you that's my jam right there. I'm always traveling across America looking for the best slaw dog. So if you know of a good place, let me know. So anyway, um, President Biden uh, decided I've got to do something about my falling poll numbers with black voters. I know I'm going to go buy fried chicken for a black family. That's That was literally the conversation they had in the White House. So how do we attract black voters? Like we got to start thinking like a black person. And you know they're all white, woke kids, right? Oh, I know. You know this happened. Some little kid, and he's like one of the snowflakes. He's got the man bun and uh, wearing the, the, the jeans that are rolled up at the ankles. And what are those socks? They're not even socks anymore. They're like little, um, I don't, you can't even, it looks like they're not wearing any socks, but, you know, they're like those things, slippers. And uh, they're sitting around trying to figure it out. And uh, they're, they're pondering, pondering. And finally, one of the guys says, oh, I know, I know. The, um, the black people love the fried chicken. Why don't we, um, why don't we have uh, President Biden uh, buy them a bucket of, of delicious fried chicken? And they said, that's a brilliant idea. So they fly the president down to North Carolina, and they go to the cookout. And I didn't realize they serve chicken at cookout. I really, because I, I get the burger there or the hot dog. So anyway, um, the president um, is having dinner with this black family. And I'm assuming that this is a real family, that it's not actors that were hired to portray, you know, this black family. So I'm just assuming on face value, these people are actually related. But it was a black guy and his two sons and a very nice family live in a great home, and it was very clear that this was this was worse than pandering. This was so racist. So the president, it would have been one thing, I guess, if the president had been eating chicken as well, but the president ordered a burger. And so they're sitting around. He, so he buys takeout, and he brings it to their home, and they're, they're eating the fried chicken, and he's eating a hamburger. The only thing that was missing was like, I don't know, watermelon for dessert. <laughs> oh, it was finger looking cringy, folks. It was really bad. It really was bad. Um, so a lot of people are, are really just shocked by all of this. So Biden's sitting around the table and he's he's eating his hamburger. And then the other people at the table are eating the fried chicken. And I will just say, if this had been Donald Trump, this would be... This would be front-page news everywhere. That racist Trump, that cheap, you know what, couldn't even take him out for a nice meal, got takeout at a fast food joint, not even worried about diabetes. So anyway, uh, Biden sat around the table. That's what they would have done with Trump, right? That's exactly what they would have done. So here's some audio of Biden eating his burger uh, at the black family house. Uh, cut number five. Oh, I mean, you got chicken burgers. You got, you got all the other. Oh, I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your 
passion of sports. I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just doing basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about the school? How are y'all doing in school? What's you tell the president about the school? Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we, You're kidding me. Yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business, and it's just it's cool. It's a great experience. I'm impressed. Is that a new program in school? Yes, sir, it is. It just started just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Yeah. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, sir. Your dad jumped in front of a bull for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise once you're a teenager. We're hard to raise, so you got to be patient with us, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Go patient. What? What? Who talks like that at a dinner table? Unbelievable. So anyway, I had a, I was thinking about this, and it reminded me of of Hillary Clinton. You know, she was really class. She she was a class act when it came to pandering to the minority communities. Uh, we have some audio from back in I think this is 2016 when she uh, confessed that she carries some hot sauce in her in her handbag. Hot sauce, hot sauce in my bag, sweat. Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, thankful. You know, thank God for Donald Trump. He spared us from that cackle coming out of the Oval Office. Thank you again, Mr. President. But yeah, Hillary Clinton pandered. Even the black radio host was like, all right, so, so you pandering? You pandering here? Yes, of course he is. Whenever she goes to one of those uh, black churches, and all of a sudden she starts talking like she's on low Aunt Jemima. I'm tired all the way to her. What? That's Hillary Clinton. I'm no, I'm not making this up. We've got. The, we'll find the audio of Hillary Clinton and the infamous "I ain't tired no more, no way." It. It's so cringy, but the Democrats get away with this nonsense. But here's the thing. The black voters, they're on to these people. They know there's no authenticity there. They know what's going on. And I'm telling you, this could be a record-breaking victory for Donald Trump in the fall. Absolutely. And the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, and let's let's just get down to brass tacks here for a moment. The truth is that most Americans... Black and white, nobody can afford a bucket of extra crispy. And it's because of Biden's economic policies. We'll be right back. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. (laughs) It's so terrible. It is so racist. But the Democrats get away with this. Uh, Just imagine if if a Republican had done something like that. Um, That reminds me of something. One of the things I loved about Donald Trump, one of the very first rallies he did was in Mobile, Alabama. 
And Donald Trump, when he is in Mobile, Alabama, in the deep south, the antebellum south, and when Donald Trump is in Dixie, he is the same Donald Trump that he is back in New York City and in Queens. And the reason why is that Donald Trump doesn't have to put on any airs, right? Donald Trump is comfortable in his own skin, so he doesn't have to pull this nonsense. And I'm telling you, you watch Donald Trump's support among black voters. It's going to go up. All right, real quick, let's go to the phone lines. Robert, listening to us on WHKP, beautiful Hendersonville, North Carolina. Hi, Robert, what's on your mind? Well, Todd, I want to tell Robert and the other guy that called in, I can't, I didn't get his name right off, but uh, I want to tell him, thank him for their military service. I didn't serve myself, but my daddy did. In Cor- he didn't have to go to Korea, but he would have had to, but the, the war ended. Anybody who ever fought in wars, uh, I, I honor them. And uh, another thing is just, I believe what they're saying. I mean, uh, you don't open up borders. This is the worst thing. Really, our forefathers seen it too. You leave your, my dad always said you could conceal all the borders down and live off what our land gives us here in America. And I believe that. Robert, it's yeah. I think your father was a wise man, and uh, yeah, I think you're right. We've got plenty of we've got plenty of resources here in this country, natural resources, to take care of ourselves. We don't have to rely on any other countries. Robert, got to run. Appreciate that call. Paisley, writing on our Rumble feed. Todd, you're sending these people deep into conspiracy lunacy. Not to say there aren't bad actors, but you're creating people who will go out for blood, which is blood on your hands. Well, that's not it at all, Paisley. The issue is we've got to make sure that we're alert and we're aware and well-educated. We need to be aware of the dangers that are lurking. That's common sense, not conspiracy. 901-260-5926. Heading over to the live chat over on Rumble. We'll see you back after this break. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starts Radio Show. So there was an interesting uh, TikTok video that's uh, gone viral, and a couple of uh, young ladies, students at Liberty University, made this video while explaining the rules of Liberty University. And we're gonna—they're basically mocking, and you're, you can't—you may be able to hear it in their voice, but they're sort of um, poking fun at the rules and regulations they have to follow. And so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this because I I think this is brilliant. I think Liberty University has created an environment where kids can be educated, right? I mean, that's the whole point of going to university, right? To to learn to be um to learn to be a, a doctor or a lawyer. Uh, let's listen to this cut 7. Rules at our university that would send a normal person into a spiral. Part 1. We have a bedtime. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a curfew, and mm-hmm. on the weekdays, it's 12 a.m., mm-hmm. and on the weekends, we get 30 extra minutes. 12.30. And Wednesdays, it's 10 p.m. <laughs> you can't have people of the opposite gender in your dorms. At all. None. At all. 
ever. Another rule that we have to follow is that you have to sign out, aka fill out a little permission slip to get permission to stay off campus. And you have to stay with a married couple, not with married single. single. You have to be married. So, y- so y'all don't sneaky link on the low. Okay, so you can't wear shorts to class. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy. You cannot wear shorts to class. Um, if you are a girl, you either have to wear a skirt or long pants. And if you're a guy, you have to wear long pants. You're also and not supposed to wear sweatpants either. No sweatpants to class. Mm-mm. That's a no-no. When you go to the gym, for example, this wouldn't be a Dress code! You would get dress coded and kicked out of the gym because you're showing your midriff. No midriff! You cannot drink alcohol in or outside of um, the university. <laughs> Even if you're 21, even if you're at home with your family and you're 21, you cannot drink alcohol while you are enrolled in the university. Or else you'll get called on the Liberty University Police Department. I'm canceled! So we do have a culture called Ring by Spring, and my precious roommates asked me to talk about this because they're probably both going to be married next year at the age of 20. So the Ring by Spring culture is that you literally get, like, married while you're going to school there. Like... That's not a rule, but it's not a rule, but it always happens. It's not a rule, but it's the culture. You have to be over 21 to move off campus unless you fill out like an exemption form for like mental health or some other like some other reason thing that would get you approved to move off campus, which we did. Which we did. Um, so we have something called convocation every Wednesday and Friday from 10 30 to 12 where you have to go it's basically like church for those of you who like don't know what that is yeah and while you are at combo your ras will go into your room make sure it's clean your bed's made your bed has to be your made stuff is together garbage no sh- taken out no up on the floor nothing on the floor nothing clean up your laundry and if this isn't you get points taken away and points will kick you out of the university and what do points equal Money that you are fined. Come back for a part two. Also, disclaimer, we love our university and these are just the rules. We're not bashing it. Well, okay. Uh, Look, I, I, I love this. So let's review. Liberty University is a Christian university and they're not Christian in name only. So the values that they, that they have are gleaned from the Holy Bible, right? Or they have rules and regulations that are in place to make sure that the students are are following these guidelines and they don't become little, you know, far-left hellions. Now, um, one of the things that I, and the only reason they did this was to mock the rules. And that's fine. You know, mock, if you want to mock the rules, that's great, but you got to follow the rules. And here's the thing. If you have a problem going to church or convocation, then don't go to a Christian university. If you've got a problem with the fact that you can't be in the dorm of a girl, um, then don't go to a Christian university. If you've got a problem with having to get dressed and learn how to behave like an adult, and that's really what this is. They're training these kids to act to behave like adults so that when they graduate, they don't show up to work looking like a slob. That they don't you know what I mean? It's 
There are very simple things in life. One of the things that you do is you make your bed. They We used to call those chores. So I'm wondering, do you have any problems with what Liberty University is doing here? Trying to really raise up that next generation of good American citizens. I don't have a problem with anything that they're complaining about. Not a thing. And by the way, um, on the whole alcohol thing, look, if you're under the age of 21, you shouldn't be drinking anyway. But again, these are the rules and regulations. If you want to be an alcoholic, go to a state university or an Episcopal school. But I'm just telling you that Liberty University is their teetotalers. Got no problem with that. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. By the way, uh, West Virginia Jammer, WV Jammer, writing on our live chat on Rumble. Uh, Todd, remember when Trump bought hamburgers for the Clemson Tigers and he was called racist? I do remember that. But the the Clemson Tigers love the food, right? And I don't believe he bought a bucket of KFC and had had him pass around to the team. Remember, that was a beautiful sight. They had the Big Macs and the Quarter Pounders. They had the, what do they call them? We used to call them chicken nuggets back in the day. What do they call them, Dylan? There's something new that the kids are saying. Chicken McNuggets? Chicken McNugs, aren't they? The Nugs. They're calling them Nugs. Nugs, not drugs. Not not drugs. (laughs) Just say no to drugs, not Nugs. But it rhymes. It's better when it rhymes. They are calling them nugs, though. Yeah. I love the hot mustard dipping sauce. That's delicious. Mm. Very tasty. So, yeah, by the way, kudos to McDonald's. You might remember a couple of months ago. Wow, this is a tangent. We had Franklin Graham on the show, and Franklin Graham is a huge McDonald's fan. Huge. Everywhere he goes, he tries to have lunch at McDonald's. I think that's pretty cool. But he's been upset lately because the quality of the burgers has been on the decline, and it has. It, it is what it is. I was at a McDonald's once, and um, I, I can't tell you where. I don't want to give it away. But, Dylan, I had to go through drive through and I got a burger, and, oh, it was the a quarter pounder, no cheese, and um, uh, Calatran. So um, I got the burger, and so when you – I was opening up the, the little uh, carton, and there's the burger – and you know when you order a Big Mac, you get that middle bun? So the middle bun was actually the bottom of the bun. I guess they ran out of buns. How do you do that at a McDonald's? Anyway, it's it, it's been a problem. So McDonald's acknowledged all of this, and they said that they were changing the way they do their 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 uh, burgers. And I'll be doggone. It, I went the other day, and it's really good. You can, it's a really great burger now. So well done, McDonald's. But the problem with McDonald's is they were trying to be something that they really weren't. I mean, if you go to McDonald's now, they all look like, I don't know, Starbucks. That's not what McDonald's was supposed – it's not what McDonald's was meant to be. They've gotten off of – seriously, just go back and embrace the fact that it's a family restaurant, right, where people can go, bring the kids, have fun, you know, and have, you know, the characters, Grimace, the Hamburglar, all those folks. That's what it is. And they had reliable, good food. So if you went to one McDonald's, you'd have a great meal. You go to another, you get the same meal. That that just stopped happening. They, they're taking a page from Chick-fil-A. And, and I look, I hope it works out for them because they are a major employer in this great nation of ours. 
All right. Um, again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. Uh, we've got another um, another uh, message on our live chat here at Rumble from Bat Prime. I don't know what that means. Todd, I live in Georgia. And you look at Buford Highway, travel it from Atlanta all the way to Gainesville, and it's known as the Hispanic Highway. I say that because that is all that is on it. Wow. I didn't realize the illegals problem was so big in Georgia. But clearly from the the calls we've been getting today, that's pretty insane. All right, our telephone number again, 901-260-5926. Interesting story. Uh, We've got some new data here um, from the U.K. So people are already placing bets on 2024, and U.K. oddsmakers have cut Michelle Obama's odds of being the Democrat candidate. Um, this is right now. Here's where it stands: Joe Biden, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, Kamala Harris, and Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas. So there you go. Um, Michelle Obama is number two, though, and I'm telling you, do not count her out just yet, folks. Do not count her out. All right, we've got to take a quick break here. We will be right back. Got to tell you about our friends over at Newsmax. They have been running a big-time poll, and they're needing your help. They want to know who is Trump's VP going to be. And you've got all sorts of different selections here. All you have to do is text the word SKIP to 39747, and you'll be able to enter the Newsmax poll. That's SKIP to 39747. President Trump needs to know your opinion. He watches Newsmax, so let your voice be heard right now. Vote Text the word SKIP to 39747, and we will send the results right to your smartphone. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Good to have you with us. By the way, uh, a Super Bowl post-mortem here, Uber Eats, they had a commercial. I thought it was an okay. I thought it was a funny commercial. It would have been a lot funnier, but they had to edit the commercial. Apparently, a bunch of people got triggered because the video had a section where they allege it mocked peanut allergies. And they said that uh, so some guy, it was all about not, it was all about forgetting things. And a guy ate some peanut butter and forgot that he had a peanut allergy and broke out in hives. And so now everybody's very upset about all of this. And um, so Uber Eats had to apologize, and they they literally edited the Super Bowl commercial because apparently the woke and fragile crowd, they ascribe to this notion that America should be, I don't know, be some sort of humorless society. All you can eat are jelly sandwiches. Anyway, um, so Uber Eats uh, did what they were told, and they removed the controversial scene. Uh, it could have been a lot worse, though, everybody, um, because um, I once made a joke on this radio program about the gluten-free crowd. Yeah, it turns out those folks don't have much tolerance for humor, or wheat, for that matter. So there you go. All right, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line, and we're very honored to have a great American patriot with us. 
uh, the United States Senator Eric Schmidt from Missouri. Uh, Senator, hope you're doing well today. I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you. So, Senator, um, while most of us were sleeping, uh, the Senate was up to no good last night. Um, I want to get your reaction to this vote. 22 senators voted alongside Democrats. Yeah, we were. I was on the floor in the wee hours of the morning. We tried to uh, do everything we could to convince our our uh, our uh, colleagues in the Senate not to vote for this Ukraine first, America last bill, which is what it was. I mean, it sends ninety five billion dollars to foreign countries, sixty one of that to Ukraine, and doesn't do anything for our southern border. And the truth is, Joe Biden could secure our southern border right now. He could. That was our leverage. The Democrats desperately wanted the sixty one billion dollars to go to Ukraine because they believe in the sovereignty of that border there, but not our own. And that was the leverage that we had to force Joe Biden to actually enforce current laws, the same laws that were on the books when President Trump was president. We had a secure border. He just doesn't want to do it. And so we ended up with the, you know, it passing, um, I think it was 70 to 29 or something like that um, was the final number. And it's it's a shame because I think it really shows a disconnect between where the American people are at and what Washington values. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. And, and again, it it's one thing if there is money in there to to protect and secure our border, but there's not a penny. And my argument is, how can we possibly help our allies like Israel if our country is overrun by the people crossing that border? Well, and the other thing is, I, I maintained months ago when they were trying to formulate this sort of omnibus-like foreign aid bill, these all ought to be separated. Um, because, you know, take Israel and Ukraine, for example. Very different situations. Um, different likelihoods of success, different, um, you know, plans of attack, different political coalitions, all of those things that you would do in a bill that relates to Israel versus something with Ukraine, where no one's really articulated what victory looks like. Uh, our European allies have refused to sort of step up uh, it, it inhibits our ability to really pivot towards China in a meaningful way. Um, and plus, we're $34 trillion in debt. So all these issues should have been handled separately. They weren't. Uh, the, the Israel money was essentially held hostage um, for the folks who were just dead set on sending another $61 billion to Ukraine on top of $112 billion we've already sent. And then they're already talking about another hundred billion after this. I mean, at some point, um, you know, we we're, it's, we're supposed to ask tough questions. There's supposed to be accountability here. Uh, but the folks who support this, you know, do it or bust and, uh, just never want to answer those questions. But the, the biggest issue here is there's the real disconnect is the American people do not understand how we could be sending all this money to the Ukrainian border to protect their border. But the president of the United States, the Democrats don't want to, secure our own that is the fundamental disconnect so by allowing this money to go out the door to ukraine i just think it's it's offensive to taxpayers senator we under we've got about 60 seconds here um we understand it's dead on arrival in the house so what happens next yeah the speaker johnson said this is dead on arrival um i'm sure that chuck schumer and his allies will try to uh implore maximum pressure on on the speaker but but I think he's in a strong position to hold firm here. I mean, he's said all along that he's not moving any of this stuff. He wants to make sure that, that our border is secure. And the only person that can do that is the person that sits there in the executive branch. Because as it turns out, if you don't have an executive branch interested in executing the law, you have the situation we have right now. He undid all the successful policies under President Trump. I went through that on the floor. The, the you know, 
dozens of executive orders he undid. He opened up the border. He's paroling millions in the United States. He got rid of Remain in Mexico. Those things were working. They can work again, but it's up to Joe Biden to go do it. All right, good stuff. And so, again, when they when they vote this down, what's the next step? Well, there could be a conversation, again, about uh, getting Joe Biden to the table to secure the border because they desperately want this Ukraine money. But I, I don't, I'm not so sure that's actually going to happen. I think there's such a yeah. disconnect. The left, the Democrats are really the open borders party right now. They've got exactly what they wanted all along, 9 million people here illegally. Um, and so I, I just don't see any indication. It's not in their DNA right now to secure the border. If they're not willing to do that, all this other stuff's just off the table and should be off the table. All right. Well, Senator, we appreciate you hopping on the show today. Good work for uh, holding your ground and uh, standing alongside the American people. Senator Schmidt, Eric Schmidt, ladies and gentlemen, from the great state of Missouri. Thank you again, Senator. Folks, we've got to take a quick break here. We will be right back. Senator Roger Marshall joins us. 901-260-5926. That is our telephone number. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Todd Starks Radio Program. I believe we may have some breaking news out of the state of Massachusetts. And it involves it involves modern day slavery. Apparently, uh, and this is the report coming out of NBC News that um, that the governor there urging the the people, the citizenry of Massachusetts, to take in illegal aliens. They've run out of places apparently to put these people, and so now they're inviting the the population, the general population of law abiding legal citizens, to open up their doors to the illegals. Now, Barack Hussein Obama has not done this yet. I think they could probably fit a couple of thousand on the Obama compound there in um, in Massachusetts. But a um, but, but there is a problem here and maybe they the, the governor didn't really think this through because now a well the wealthy white people who are taking in the black Haitian illegals are basically turning the illegals into slaves. Cut number six, please. It's been an emotional few weeks for Wildande Joseph and her husband. First, sleeping on the floor at Logan Airport, then in Children's Hospital with their two-year-old daughter who got very sick. It's more difficult at that time. She felt bad, as any mother would. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. Mm-hmm. 
En la mañana, ay, Lisa. She says her daughter is very happy. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight, and it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. ¿Te gusta la ocupación? Sí. In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. Restaurant. The couple has their work permits and they've been taking English classes. They're open to work anywhere to save money for their future. In the meantime, they're enjoying their time with Lisa, their new friend for life and their daughter's new grandmother. They are hardworking. They want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping, and I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside. Lisa says she's so impressed by the number of people she's met right here at Brookline Town Hall meetings who've been stepping up and hosting families. She's hopeful more will do the same in the coming days and weeks. I mean, I can just... Yeah, yeah. It's the video is spectacular. I have it over on Rumble, and I would encourage you to go to the Rumble channel and watch it. Uh, this woman who very clear, all you have to do is look at this woman, and you realize, oh, she has an NPR tote bag. Uh, she is a radical, radical leftist, and here she is opening up her home to um, black people so that they can prepare her meals without pay. Yes, I. <laughs> At the very least, it's indentured servitude. At the worst, it's modern-day slavery. Either one's not a good look for the good people of Massachusetts. But I can see where this, I could see where these rich white liberals who operate in a whole different morality than the rest of us, I can see why they're doing this. Um, you know, I'm surprised that in an interview, somebody who said, oh, yes, um, uh, we're so glad to have Jesus and his family living with us and who knew he had an affinity for uh, botany? And uh, he's mowing the lawn right now. <laughs> Hoeing the garden. You can't make this stuff. You just can't make this stuff up. But the absurdity of it. And just think about it. We don't, those, they don't know where those people came from. They don't know who they are. You're opening up your home to somebody who could be, I don't know, a serial killer. Todd, how dare you? How dare you accuse these good people of being criminals? Well, yes, they're criminals. They broke the law by crossing our borders, you morons. <sighs> you know what's going to happen is that it's going to be unfortunate, but somebody's going to wake up and they're not going to have a head because they were beheaded in the middle of the night by the sweet, cute little illegal family coming over from, I don't know, Guatemala or Mexico. No, Adela, that's how you pronounce it. I believe the G is silent in the uh, Mexican language there. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 901-260-5926. Can you wait a second? Could you imagine, Dylan, there will probably be some sort of a website, a portal, where you could, like, you know, get an illegal. Get your very own illegals. I mean, what are they thinking up there? And for the record, I for the record, this is not happening in the southern states. This is happening in Yankee territory. 
So this is not on us. Go to Kroger and you're going shopping and you, um, excuse me, uh, could you please tell me what aisle are the illegals on? No, that's that's horrible. Jeez, Aloo. All right, let's go to Georgia. Mike, listening to us on WDUN. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Yes, sir, Todd. I wanted to talk to you and to piggyback off everybody else. But, you know, we got people that live here that can't get into public housing, but they work every day. They can't. You know, you go to the grocery store and you see uh, the illegals having their grocery cart full, and they pull out that card that has a Georgia peach on it, and they scan it. When you got people that work every day that pay their taxes, that pay everything, but yet they can't afford to buy food, but the government tells them, oh, you make too much, but can't we bring somebody illegal over that don't do anything and give them everything? And that's what they're doing, Mike. And, you know, for for years I've been asking this question on the radio program. You've got a limited number of resources. So let's take a scholarship, for example. You've got a scholarship. Who gets that scholarship? Is it the American kid or is it the illegal alien? And right now the administration would tell you the illegal alien deserves that scholarship more than the American-born child. And the same thing goes for all the resources you're talking about. You're, you're, you're correct. Mike, do do people there, I mean, are people upset about this in, in Georgia around your, your your sphere of influence? Do people talk about this? Absolutely. I am uh, from Gainesville. So absolutely. You know, we even have we even have an area where people are sleeping in tents in front of a hotel. What? That are Americans, but the illegals have everything. They have their own grocery store. They're living in, uh, you're telling me Americans are living in tents? In tents in Gainesville, Georgia. This is just shocking. Well, Mike, I appreciate the, up- yeah, have, go ahead. But, but, but your illegals have, they have two or three grocery stores. They take o- they took over the Walmart here in Gainesville, and you can't even go in there because it's so, they've destroyed it. You know, if you are, uh, an American, you're 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 the illegal when you go into the Walmart here in Gainesville, and our law enforcement can only do so much. But they're overpowered. The first neighborhood I lived in when I moved to New York City, I was maybe the only person there who spoke English, and it was a little off-putting. You go into the markets, and all of a sudden, you realize, holy cow! I have no idea. I don't know, you know, land of light. How do you how do you say Lando Lakes in Spanish? Everything was in a, in a foreign language, and you're thinking, wait a second, this is America. What what's going on here? So, Mike, I'm sorry to hear that, and and I'm I wish I could tell you, I I am shocked. I am just shocked that that level of um, of uh, population uh, exists there in in North Georgia. Um, again, folks, our telephone number, and Mike, thank you for that call. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right. If you have not done so, you need to pre-order a copy of my new book. It'll be in bookstores on March 19th. 
but you can get a copy right now. Just pre-order it. Go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. The name of the book, Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? Had a lot of fun writing this book for you folks, and uh, you're, it's, it's encouraging, it's hilarious, and it's also sobering. Um, but we, I provide a path forward so we can stop the communists from taking over the country. Uh, let's go to the phone lines heading down to Cajun Country, K-R-O-F, our great affiliate down there. John is on the line. Hi, John. What's going on? Uh, just uh, sitting around here enjoying good weather down in Lafayette, Louisiana, home of the UL Cajuns. The Raging uh, Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. Uh, you talked about those people that uh, up in Maine or uh, New Hampshire, wherever, and you were talking about how they took them in, uh, you know, out of the goodness of their hearts. Well, a couple of years ago, we had a hurricane down here, and there were a lot of people displaced. And so they started moving people up to um, Chicago and Ohio and Minnesota and all that. And after a while, the people who were living with the Americans became very lazy. And just all they did was lay around in the house and eat. And um, then they sent some to uh, Houston. And after a while, the crime rate in Houston uh, increased. And the thing that really bothers me most of all is how many of these people have diseases that we have eradicated in this country? You know, measles, rubella, uh, tuberculosis. Uh, and, you know, the credit cards, they were giving them credit cards and they were going out and buying beer and cigarettes with them. Look, John, that's actually a great question about the medical issue. And that has been uh, talked about a lot in the conservative media world, because we have seen, and especially in Los Angeles, you might remember a couple of years ago, they were having instances of the bubonic plague. So we're talking about some very dangerous things medically that are coming across that border that we don't know about. And and imagine this, John, just think about this. You could be boarding an airplane that is filled with illegals that have not been vetted. They don't have any IDs. They haven't been checked for any of these illnesses, and all of a sudden, guess what's happening? You be, you could put yourself at risk of being in a super spreader event. So, I mean, I know they probably thought about this, but what the heck, why, why should they think about stuff like that? They're going to have all these voters in a couple of years, so they're going <clears> to <throat> they're going to see their uh, wish come to fruition. It's it's absolute insanity what's happening, John. Absolute insanity. Uh, well, we appreciate you, and we uh, love all of our great uh, friends down at KROF and KPEL. Uh, good people down there, John. Oh, yes, you bet. All right. Thank you now. Oh, yes. Today's Mardi Gras. Well, that's right. Happy Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great day, and God bless you. Man. All right, John. God bless. I'm shocked we're getting any calls from Louisiana. People are out on the parade routes today. Wow. Um, Fat Tuesday. All right. get Throw me some beads. Uh, let's go to James in Florida. All right, James, what do you think about these liberals taking in the illegals? Listen, let them, let them take all they want to take in. Because I know it's all a part of their profound. They want to pretend like they actually do something good. So let us do it because these people are really in bad shape. They're in super bad shape, but they shouldn't have came over here anyway. But anytime you get invited, 
these people were invited. They were invited to the uh, America. But what makes it so bad? Guess who paying for all this stuff? See, we talking about all this. I don't understand why the American people ain't all upset like them farmers. and Eng Farmers all over the world is just rebellion. Farmers in India, farmers in France, farmers all over. They saying enough is enough. I don't know any time you paying for all this stuff. This stuff couldn't happen without somebody paying for it. So the good Americans, anybody that will vote for this foolishness, then they suffer the consequences for it. But it's unfortunate that people that don't have means is into this foolishness because they look they looking like it might be a payday coming. It's all about the payday. <laughs> and what makes it so bad, you ain't paying for the payday. It's true. It's just e yeah, it's just so much evil. But I'm just trying to understand these Christians, these Muslims, all these people that they tell they know the Lord, going along with this stuff in the name of this God that they claim, they, whatever they claim. But I don't see it in action. I see a lot of folks just talking about the Lord and talking about a lot, talking about all this stuff. But evil is running rampant. How do evil run rampant with all these so-called lovers of the Lord? Is it just for who's me? But... Donald Trump, God bless you, Trump. God bless yourself, or you just moving right along. And people don't understand. It ain't about Donald Trump. It's about us that I recognize what Donald Trump is all about. I like that for Big Rumble song. Because anytime you talking about uh, uh, abolishing the FBI, all these big dumb bureaucracies, hey, man, I ain't never heard nobody talk like that. You sure have Anytime haven't. Donald Trump tell these crooks over in Europe, you got to pay for your own defense, I ain't never heard nobody say that. But they said that is not gonna. <laughs> that's, that's gonna break up. That's gonna break up the the, 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 the show that goes on with these so-called elite people. It's time for people to stop. Listen, I'm doing more than talking on this radio. I be I be in folks when I be going to the store and shopping. I bring up stupidity and conversation just be flowing because a lot of folks be real. A lot of folks be mad when you be talking. You get, but I ain't worried about. I ain't worried about nobody doing nothing to me. I got something for you. It ain't got nothing to do with no gun, dude. I know how to get you off of me. That's for sure. But James, I believe that. Be <laughs> All right, James. We got to run. We're, I'm late for a break, my friend. <laughs> I like James. Hey, by the way, James, you got to be sure to listen to uh, KWAM when you're back in Memphis. We got to have you out for the big book launch party. Coming back to participate because I don't care about Democrat, Republican, none of that. Oh, we'll have a good I time. Like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the way. Now, after that is the Vic, and we can move on to America. All That's right. I'll, there you go. James, appreciate you calling in. Um, wow. It's, I'm telling you, folks, minority voters are done with the Democrats. They're done. They see what's going on, and they're done. That's it. All right, um, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Uh, we've got Miss Janice calling in from New Orleans. We're going to get to her call. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking to Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas, and maybe he can give us some insight on what's going on with the Ukraine bill. Also, crimes being committed by illegals. So uh, we'll tell you all about that as well. And don't forget, folks, head over to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Get yourself a pre-ordered copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? You're going to love it, folks. It is a fun, fun book, and I cannot wait for you to read it. And, of course, our great president, Donald John Trump, his words right there on the book cover, 
endorsing the new book. That's pretty awesome. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Great to have you with us, and great to have all of our listeners in Wichita, Kansas, on the big talker there, KQAM. Let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now and say hello to Senator Roger Marshall from Kansas. Senator, hope you're doing well today. Todd, good afternoon. Excited to be on your show. Senator, um, a lot of frustration among our listeners about the Senate vote in the, in the wee hours of the morning. I uh, want to get your take on what happened. Were you surprised that so many of your fellow Republicans voted for this thing? Well, still more than half of us voted against it. And I think that's really important. Uh, there was probably four or five that I wasn't counting on, but not totally shocked. Look, at the end of the day, Todd, this bill didn't has nothing for the border. And it just prolongs uh, a war in Ukraine, which is going nowhere, probably a million casualties already. Uh, It's in a quagmire. But your listeners can make a difference. They need to be contacting their own representatives and telling them how they feel about it. So hopefully this doesn't even get to the floor on the House side of things. So we like even that under 50 percent, I think this has very little chance of getting through the House. I, I mean, Speaker Johnson's holding the line here. He said, dead on arrival. Are there any sorts of maneuvers um, that they could make, the Democrats could make, uh, that could, uh, is there a workaround, or is it really dead on arrival? Look, look um, we're, we're just weeks away from another government shutdown. So I could see the Democrats in the White House holding uh, us hostage over that. So they may want to say, okay, throw it on your government, on your funding bill, or or we're going to make it look like you shut the government down. You know, we always get, we, the Republicans, always get blamed for a shutdown. I would encourage, if anything, the Speaker to consider throwing HR2 on this, sending it back at the Senate, and let them, you know, put the, put the, uh, you know, make them it again. You know, remember the game of tag, you're it. So that's what they may want to do to be proactive. Well, well, Senator, one of the things that has concerned all of us, and, and I'm glad you're, you're pointing all of this out on your, on your social media feeds, the impact that, that these uh, open borders are having on the rest of the nation. And we're talking about people, and you've been, you've been laying out this story, this narrative, that illegals are killing people and harming American citizens. Yeah, you can go to our Twitter thread at Roger Marshall, MD, and we are trying to highlight as many of these crimes. And they're horrific crimes. I mean, this looks like something Hamas does in many cases where it's, you know, rape and torture and murder by repeat offenders constantly. Um, they've released hundreds of terrorists into our nation, two million people on parole. So the president of the United States has paroled two million people, flown them in on your taxpayer dollars giving them a work visa uh, with minimal vetting. So all across the country, we're seeing more and more of these crimes committed. So at Roger Marshall, MD, on our Twitter feed, we're highlighting some, you know, trying to add something to those each day, telling that story, if you will. 
we were we were playing some audio of a news report out of the Boston area where these rich liberals are starting to to house the illegals. You know, the governor's telling uh, citizens to house illegals in their private residences. I I just can't imagine who in the world would do something like that, Senator, because these individuals have not been vetted. We don't know who these people are. Yeah, so we talked about the 2 million parolees. We've also got probably close to 2 million gotaways. Wow. So gotaways are people that the Border Patrol saw disappearing into the night but did not get to vet them. Remember, we can only really handle 1,000 people a day maximum at the border. Many days we're having 10,000 people cross the border every day. So you have a situation like you're describing the housing issue. Um, How about the VA taking care of these folks, too? So the president wants the VA to start taking care of these illegal aliens as well, when already under Joe Biden, our waiting list, our waiting times for my veterans are growing and growing, as once again, there's no account, there's minimal accountability in our VA system. Um, you know, you can't make this stuff up, Todd. It's just, it's just mind-boggling. Well, it's it's a great point. I know Senator Tuberville from Alabama raising those concerns uh, that resources meant for veterans are actually being used to take care of illegals now. I mean, even our veterans are being shoved aside. Senator, what is going on here? Yeah, well, we have a complete usurpation of the federal government. Uh, you know, Joe Biden constantly after our constitutional rights, he has an open border. Uh, inflation, inflation is destroying pe- the economy from the middle out and the bottom up. We have wars all around the world now. You know how many wars started under President Trump? You know, the answer is zero, zero. of course. So Joe Biden has given us war through weakness. So the world is imploding on Joe Biden, his liberal socialist policies um, that, that have come to fruition exactly as we predicted would happen Mm. they're in kansas are you guys are you guys seeing the influx of illegals in in your state as well you know absolutely todd we're going to be doing human trafficking roundtables across the state this week when i'm back uh while i'm back here i just landed here earlier today uh just highlighting the ice officers the sheriff uh, the, the, uh, those, all those officers are reaching out to us saying we're seeing human trafficking exploding. Uh, and, of course, the drug, ha- uh, drug trafficking has been going on for several years now. We lose a Kansan every day to fentanyl poisoning. We're using Narcan a dozen times every day. Um, and as my dad, the police chief, taught me, whatever there's drugs, there's going to be crime following it as well. So we're seeing an explosion of crime, an explosion of the human trafficking and the sex trafficking as well. Kansas sets at the intersection of several uh, major, major interstate highway systems. So un- unfortunately, the cartel is alive and well here. The cartel has set up stations across the state of Kansas to run their drug trafficking and human trafficking rings. Wow. All right. Well, Senator, we appreciate the update here. And uh, folks, I would encourage you uh, to check out the Senator's uh, X feed, uh, Roger Marshall, MD, uh, as as he and his team continue to um, to expose the dangers that are out there um, at the hands of these illegals. Senator, thank you again. Yeah, Todd, thank you so much. Everybody be safe. All right. There you go, folks. And the senator also reminding all of us, pick up the phone, call Capitol Hill, call your elected representative. Doesn't matter if they're a Republican or Democrat, give them a call. 
and tell them that you want them to vote no on this this foreign aid bill. This is absolutely obscene. $95 billion. And we've got illegals here in this country that are using the VA hospital and medical system at the expense of the veterans. That's not right. It is absolutely not right. I want to go to Jeff in North Carolina listening to us on the talk station. Hi, Jeff. What say you? Well, thank you first. Thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do for the people of the United States of America, Todd. We're so grateful. We we need this, and we need your help, and you're doing a great job. Thank so you. The other thing is I was uh, on the job about 10 years ago, talking to a Mexican guy on the job there, and, and he said, uh, we're talking about immigration, he said Mexico is going to take over the United States without firing a shot, and it's happening. So, it's, I mean, no, no one's come over here with an army or anything and done that. So he was he was he knew something that we didn't know. But uh, the other thing is, I think this we we can vote these people out that are voting wrong uh, for this ninety five billion dollar thing. Find out who's voting for what. Let's vote these people, these idiots, out of office and get this country straightened out with Trump. And uh, maybe maybe we still have a chance. I'm with you, Jeff. Uh, and and you're right. They will take over this country from within without having to fire a shot, and they're using our their greatest weapon is our public school system. That's the, that's ultimately how they're going to be able to do it, which is why we've got to put a stop to that by electing good and decent people, American patriots, to these school boards around the country. Jeff, appreciate that call. By the way, congratulations to a couple of Liberty University students, the best of the best, in the American Bar Association. They uh, just launched a big national competition, and two Liberty University School of Law students uh, came home, big-time winners, Gregory McCarthy and Hannah Todd. So congratulations to uh, the good folks over at the Liberty University School of Law. All right, hang tight, everybody. we got to take a break, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Down in New Orleans where the blues was born Takes a cool cat to blow a horn On the sand in Grandpa's Creek Combo's playing with the mambo beat Mardi Gras, mambo, mambo, mambo Mardi Gras, All right, celebrating a little Mardi Gras around here. Let's go to the phones. Miss Janice in New Orleans, the queen of New Orleans. Miss Janice, how are you? Happy Mardi Gras to you. Well, um, here's, here's the thing, Todd. Um, there's one thing, it's cold today. And the other night a man was shot and killed on Bourbon Street in the French Quarter. Uh, with crime the way it is and things that happen today, it's not like it was when I was growing up. I think the best place to be today is home. Now, I there's some things that I require on Mardi Gras. I have to have my pillow, and I mean Mike Lindell's my pillow. I have to have my radio, my toilet, my hot dog, and the only thing I'm missing today is my husband. Ah, yes, yes. I really, really miss him. You know, other than that, there's no place to be on Mardi Gras Day like home. Mardi Gras Day and uh, New Year's Eve. 
So you commemorate Mardi Gras with a hot dog. Is that any particular uh, style of hot dog? No, just a Brian hot dog. Hot okay. dog with chili and oh, that's ketchup great. and uh, relish. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A tra- you're a traditionalist. You know. So, I mean, you know, that, that, that's what I like. And um, I always said the only thing I want on Mardi Gras is my pillow, my radio, my toilet, my hot dog, and my husband. And um, listen, I just wanted to tell you something else uh, here. Joe Biden said that it is a tragedy. The lives lost in Gaza and Israel are a tragedy. Well, I would like to ask him, Dumbbell, what about the lives that are lost every day in the United States of America at the hands of these people that you're just letting come in here? It's a great People question. It, look, it's it's a great really? question, and and he will not answer that question. And he's been given opportunity after opportunity, but our lives simply don't matter. And and it's tragic what's happening in beautiful cities like New Orleans and Memphis, St. Louis. You've got D- Detroit. It goes on and on and on. And this is crime that um, that can be controlled if we're if we allow law enforcement to do their jobs. Miss Janice, you be safe out there, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best. And, of course, uh, Miss Janice's husband uh, went to be with the Lord and um, one of the great radio uh, guys in, uh, in, the, in, in the Big Easy. So we certainly uh, miss him. We're going to miss him, and uh, Miss Janice, always good to hear from you. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. So um, here in here in Memphis, we have a George Soros-style DA, and this guy, super thin-skinned, his name is Mulroy, and he pitches a fit anytime somebody says something negative about him. He's also a, a Star Trek dude. He, he's a Trekkie, and um, I don't know. I don't know what character he likes, Dylan. I, I don't know. I'm not into that kind of stuff. Let's go to Bob in North Carolina. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind today? Uh, I have never heard anybody uh, on the talk station, and I listen to it a lot, talk about Obama, Clinton, and Bush forming a NGO, non-governmental organization, in cahoots with about seven or eight non-GOs to fly in Afghan refugees, all Muslims, into the United States into a single point of entry somewhere so that they can be welcomed and, uh, and distributed to the, into the United States. That, that just adds salt to the wounds of what's going on right now with Biden. Now, of course, this is Obama's dream. He flew in uh, plane loads of Somalis when he was president, and it got caught one time, and then it was hushed up. I don't know how many plane loads of Somalis Obama flew in when he was president. Yeah, it's this a- thing is this, this thing's going way out of hand. Yeah, it's a it's a good point, and and this was back in 2021 when you had Bush and and uh, Clinton and Obama, and they formed this uh, new group supporting the Afghan refugees. As you just said, we have no idea how many people have been brought into the country or where these people are, how they were vetted. None of that, and it just seems to me, Bob, if you've especially got a country that's a hotbed of anti-American hatred and terrorism, 
that you want to make sure that you're carefully vetting these individuals or else you're setting yourselves up for another 9-11. Well, when Biden pulled out, that, that uh, they had almost 100,000 uh, were brought out of Afghanistan then, leaving a whole bunch of American citizens there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So these Democrats, when, when push comes to shove, I really do think they hate us. I, I really do. When you look at, at what Hillary Clinton did in the aftermath of Benghazi, literally leaving Americans exposed and leaving them behind, that would not happen under Donald Trump's administration. And again, you heard Senator Marshall say this, uh, Donald Trump, the only president in modern history who did not get us into a war. And we appreciate that. Bob, thanks for the call. And that's a good reminder. I tell you, we've got a we got a great audience. We really do. You know, there, there are a lot of different uh, shows happening noon to three Eastern, but we have just been blessed with the best listeners and the most intelligent callers. You guys are great. You're fun. And you, you bring a lot of entertainment to the show. And uh, I, that's on you. So God bless you and thank you. Again, folks, uh, coming up at 5 o'clock Eastern, we have moved the Newsmax TV show. And we've got a great lineup. We're going to be talking to Congresswoman Mary Miller. That's happening just before the Mayorkas impeachment vote. Also, uh, Warner Todd Hudson, who is a writer for Breitbart News, has a crazy story about a high school uh, track athlete who is a young man who is now competing as a girl in the high jump and just obliterated the girl's all-time record. Unbelievable. By the way, if the kid, if the young man had been competing against other boys, he would have been in the middle of the pack. He would not have placed first. So there you go. What does that tell you? So we'll be talking to Warner Todd Hudson about that. Also, Troy Miller from National Religious Broadcasters is going to drop by big convention next week in Nashville. And by the way, President Trump is going to be addressing people at the um, at the NRB. So we'll, we'll tell you all about that. We will be at the NRB next week, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun covering that as well. And of course, don't forget, and we need your help on this, folks, pre-order a copy of the brand new book, Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved?, we just need your help in boosting our pre-order sales, and you can do that by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, wherever you get your books. All right, folks, that music means time to wrap things up. Been a great day. You get out there, America, and you be good. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>